Allison told me she caught you doing the Heisman in the shower. Did she? No. No, okay. <laughs> that was a pretty plausible thing. I, mean, like, <laughs> maybe. I can see her going, Nikki. <laughs> Nice Lester on Luke. Be a fucking shame if something happens. Yeah. It'd be a fucking shame. And I go, uh, dude, I said, you've been in school like three months. Change your goddamn sheets. break it all <coughs> we're recording hello everyone welcome to you're gonna get a disease with uh, luke and nick how are you doing luke? episode three episode three we weren't gonna have to stop saying that sooner or later because we'll have so many of them we'll just fucking forget we'll lose count we'll start naming the episodes uh, yes and that's what we got to do so anyway uh luke uh came into the dungeon today um with some bad news about his uh physical state why don't you Tell us in what happened, man. So that's just. I'm hurt. (laughs) Who the fuck is. You see, this is why you can't do a live show. I know. Let's see. Nice. You know what this is? That that was actually Lewis University. Oh, asking for a donation? It's 8.22 p.m. Lewis University is calling to ask for a donation. Yeah, they called me three days in a row. I'm like, do you guys keep track of what you. uh... 8.22? Oh, yeah, at night, yeah. Is that they know you're home? They know you've eaten dinner. You're settled down, and then they call. Doesn't that seem a little bit too late for a donation call? Doesn't it seem a little strange that they have students calling you for a donation? I've I've probably pledged most of those students in. Like, hey, it's Nick. oh, I want to talk to Nick because he'll give me. No, he won't. No, no. I'm not going to give you money. No money. That's really funny that came up because uh, we got the uh, the donation letter not too long ago, and I always make fun of the donation letter because. It says, like, check off your select selected gift. And, like, the first option is 1000 Then it goes, like, 750 right. 500 250 100 right. other. Like, other. Other. You know, as opposed to going the other way around, they're assuming, you know, drop a G note. You should, you should, you should check other and then <laughs> send them, like, a $5 <laughs> gas card. There you go, buddy. I'm sure the president of Louis. I, don't get me wrong. I like Lewis. I love Lewis. I'm. You know, everything good happened at Lewis, but I Lewis think... is Lewis is expensive enough. You've spent enough money at Lewis that I think I've that donated you're... enough money to Lewis. I don't like that's the phone you're, call. That's because every... you're fucking crazy. I donated money to Lewis every year, probably in the amount. Well, we'll just say like Sigma Delta stuff. I've probably donated uh, about four to five thousand dollars. Dear God, man! Over the course of like ten years, but you know that's not a lot of money when you think about it per year. But just over the course of time. And as far as I'm concerned, that's part of the university. It's like helping the growth and fulfillment of the university and their students, right? So if I'm going to give money, it's going to be something I care about. The problem with that phone call that I just got and that everybody else gets with the college donations is you have no idea where that money's going. Right. You have no say in where your money's going. Right. And it's always like, hey, you know, it's for the university. Right. And the university looks great, so somebody must be donating, but, you know. I have no desire. I give to charities, not multi-million dollar universities. That's silly. It's a lot easier to do a focused group as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I'll donate to – I like Make-A-Wish Foundation. Um, uh, I told you the, the Pat Hughes thing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, that was cool. And oh, I, you got a great. That's. That but I sent him. I sent him a check for his work, and then I sent him another check and said, "Donate it to whatever charity you'd like." And I said, "Maybe uh, diabetes for you know Ron Sano," and he picked Make a Wish Foundation, which I love anyway. So I was like, "Great." That's really cool. Yeah, and then he told me I was very classy. When you ever get a chance, you gotta play some of his voicemails on the, uh, on the show. <laughs> it's just one long it's voicemail. Like Pat Hughes is our one celebrity voice guest, and he's not even live. He'll be a recording, a pre-recorded yeah, message. He from left. Pat Hughes. He left me a, a minute and fifty second voicemail. Who's Pat Hughes? He's the broadcaster for the Chicago Cubs. The radio broadcaster. The radio broadcaster. And he's got one of those magic voices. 
He is right. I, I think he's in the uh, the the caliber of some of the greats. I think you know, like Vince Scully and everything. Yeah. Like, oh no, Vince well, Scully's I, the master. He, Come he, on, but he sounds like a sports broadcaster. He, when you think of like you know the Howard Cosells of the world, he's got a very Marv Albert. He's got a very distinct, you know, distinct. very good announcer voice. Yeah, yeah, and he said I was classy. <laughs> You know, something popped in my head and went right away when this whole donation conversation came up, and now it's now it's going to kill me. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember. Um, we did that concert at Lewis University, Greek Stock. Okay, remember that shit? It no, was, uh, we we got six bands to play for free, and um, all the money was going to be donated to cancer research. So okay. I told all the bands get in. I'm like, look, we're going to play for four and a half, five hours on the greens at Lewis University. Jump through hoops to get this event to happen. Got the stage rented for free. Yeah. Got the T-shirts rented for free. Got local businesses everywhere. I'm like, look, we're going to put a concert on at Lewis on the, in the outside area for all the students on a weekend. Hasn't been done in years. Mm-hmm. Like, probably last time was done in the 80s. Okay. Everyone was excited about it. Uh, you know, after getting through with the administration, we get the concert going. And the last part of the puzzle was who to give the money to. Mm-hmm. I thought right off the top of my head, American Cancer Society, that's going to be the spot where we give the money. I've heard okay. a lot about them, you know, nice group. Sure. So I thought. I call them up, and I talk to this woman, and she goes, well, you know, uh, that sounds like a really nice event, Nick. And, you know, um, so what is the uh, possible donation? And I'm like, I got to be honest with you. It's college students, and everyone's given a dollar to five bucks. I have no idea what the donation overall is going to be. And that's mm-hmm. what I've been telling all the vendors, all the bands. You know, everyone's doing this pro bono. So, I mean, all we want to do is give you the money mm-hmm. and have a representative. Sure. Easy enough. Yeah. We're like, we don't have a big fat check or anything like that. We'll announce yeah. like an estimated figure of what we raised. Yeah, we can't come out for like less than $25,000. That oh. was a fucking real statement. Yeah. That was I was like, are you you're kidding me? You wouldn't come out like we raised 5 grand or something like that. You wouldn't come out for that. She goes, "Well, we have this policy and blah blah blah. It's me blah blah blah." I would see just to in spite to spite them, I would have donated the money to like cigarettes. <laughs> I would have said, "Here you go. It's going to Marlboro. Uh, Suck Marlboro, it." This, uh. Suck it, American Cancer. <laughs> So we gave it to another group called Kids Fight Cancer, and it was all uh, uh, kids with like leukemia and stuff. Oh, okay. Like that, so you... it was we we found another group, and it was the greatest conversation. And how it, much did you donate? Oh, it was like uh, I think it ended up being like thirty seven hundred bucks. It and that's that's significant. It was it was a one night shot. We had a lo- local bands that no, you know don't get paid anything. To sure. Play in the first place, and everyone was really. But everybody happy. donated time. About uh, 900 kids, they estimate, were on the greens. And, you know, figure each kid gave a couple bucks. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the the girl on the phone and for that one, she's like, oh, yeah, we'll come. Yeah, sure. That sounds awesome. I'll be right there. Did you take a picture of you giving them the check with no, giving was... the finger and send it to American Cancer Society? <laughs> see, I, I see that was my one experience with them. I don't know if that was just some asshole on the other end of the phone. No, I you think know, they've become really, a corporation. I've it, heard some things about it. It really does come down to that American Cancer Society. It, well, there's a theory it that Ameri- like a American scam. Cancer Society does not want cancer to go away because then you wouldn't have the American Cancer Society. Wouldn't doubt it. So, yeah. um, so I don't. I'll tell I'm, you my donation story. Oh, <clears throat> I get a call once a quarter from uh, the firefighters and <laughs> the police. I get that one. And Hello, uh, sir. the one guy for the police. And this is the most recent. And then I used to donate. Then they started with they would call and he'd go, you know, he'd go and he always acts like he's my buddy. Oh, don't they give you the stern like big voice though, like, Hey you doing, sir? You know, like No always, no 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 sir. Always, hey to, to Luke. It's O'Malley. it's O'Malley. Friendly. I go, Who? O'Malley. O'Malley from the like we're buddies. I call him by his last name, you know. Hey, hey O'Malley. O'Malley, what's happening? Right guy. near the Blarney Stone. Yeah. So uh <laughs> the one time he goes, uh you know, uh, hey, and he always says, hey, last time you donated whatever, think you can make it this? And I said, well, I, you know, uh, I said, okay, I'll give you 25 bucks. And he goes, uh, no, could you make it 50? I go, or no, I, I'm saying, take it back. I said, I can make it 50. And he goes, could you make it 75? I said, I can make it 25. All right, so uh, here's, man, okay, so many questions. They're upselling me my, on a I, donation. I, I, all right, if you got somebody that's willing to give you a donation, and the second you said, 
I'll donate $25. Why would you ever push the envelope after that? Well, then they, well, they, I don't know, but then they started with the, they would call and say minimum donation is this. And I go, what do you mean minimum donation? Minimum donation? I go, he goes, well, we can't send, and he would be like, you know, we can't send people out, you know, he goes, you know, the guy drives out and he's, he's paying for his own gas and all this stuff. So I'm thinking these guys are donating their time and doing this. I find out they're getting. I thought it was like a credit card. They get paid. No, 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 no. They come and pick up the check and they drop off some stickers for your car. Hmm. Um, But I found out it's they get paid per donation, so it's not even nonprofit. These guys are getting paid. Somebody's getting cash. They're. It's not even all going to like the retired firefighters or the injured police or whatever. So the guy calls me again and hey, it's O'Malley, (laughs) old friend. And I said, no, I'm not going to donate to you guys anymore. And he's like, oh, Luke, I got these uh, 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 license plate holders. You know, not saying you can go uh, blowing stop signs, but uh, you'll be good for the year. And I said, so you're telling me that if I if I give you money, you'll give me something that will get me out of tickets. Ah, technically I can't say that, Luke. And I said, you know, I did some research, and you guys aren't even non-for-profit. I go, and then shaking me down to give you money to get out of tickets is kind of illegal. And he goes, oh, I'm not shaking you down. I go, yeah, technically you kind of are. <laughs> You're telling me I'll get out of tickets if I donate money to you and you give me your stupid fucking license plate it's holder. It's a nice restaurant, Luke. It'd be a fucking shame if something happened. Yeah. It'd be a fucking shame, you know? So that's my donation story. That's fucked up, dude. I just Donation shouldn't be some kind of forced thing. Like, all right, like our buddy Jonah, he does he does that fucking uh, St. Baldrick's, which will be uh, a, a fundraiser at Aurelio's Pizza on the 25th. And I, I as much as I think it's kind of, uh, you know, like serial posting the way he does it, he puts it everywhere. Mm-hmm. He never fucking pokes you in the back and like, hey, man. Give me money. Give me fucking money, man. No. And, and I, I can totally get He that. just keeps you reminding you. He just reminds you. you. He never will call you personally and be like, I want money. And yeah. Those guys just. Like, oh, I get I get at least once a day someone asking me for something. So and sometimes all... it's a good cause. And sometimes it's so some chubby girl can go bowling in Tennessee. <laughs> is, that a, is that a charity? Uh, she was going to Tennessee for some the bowling tournament. Or and like she's that. like, can you, I need to go to Tennessee and bowl. I said, No. You're, 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 you're not a charity. No, you know. Sure. You know, it's. I better know you if you want me to. Like your sister-in-law, I sponsored her because I know her and I want her to do well, and I liked watching her play ball. I'm not going to sponsor some girl I've never seen has never come into my restaurant to eat. And, and trust me, she eats. It was. I saw her. She ate at many restaurants, and none of them were mine. Oh, you're a vicious fucking bastard. <laughs> Um, you know what? That's funny because we've been talking for like uh, a few minutes and we completely segued away from your back problem. I have to have surgery. Yeah, Let's move on. No, no. I want to know about this shit, dude, because like- I have a slip disc. Yeah, we, 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 we know it. Sliding to the left, pushing on the nerve, and I have three bulging discs. Is, are they, is it like a one-stop consultant now that they said you got to have surgery? Are you going to go to somebody else? No, I went to the chiro- I go to the chiropractor. Yeah. Um, he said, go see the consultant. I went and saw the consultant, and he says he recommends surgery. Um, now I have to go back. I have to get another MRI because, in his words, and this is a guy who plays religious music in his waiting room. Oh, okay. Really always makes me feel comfortable in the doctor's Very office. friendly guy, but, like, very, very friendly, and he's Indian. And he, he his words were, this MRI sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I went. Oh, okay. He sounded like Apu. Did I have to? Yeah, yeah pretty close. Oh, and he so he wants me to get another MRI because he he wants to be able to see more detail. He's like, this one here is useless. He's going showing me on the disc, and I what just, did you do? <laughs> what the fuck were you doing? Um. So yeah, but uh, they want to slice a piece of the disc off. Way too much sex, my friend. Um. So I'm looking at like two weeks of downtime and uh, two months of. Uh, modified, no twisting, bending. Can you still walk? After I can this? walk. I can walk. I'm going to walk out of the hospital. Really? But I can't sit for two weeks. I have to lay or recline in like a recliner. Oh my god, man! Um, and it's just never convenient. There's never a good time for it. Those are going to be some interesting episodes, man. 
Yeah, yeah you're gonna you're gonna get your ass over because trust me, I'm gonna need some entertainment. So you're gonna get your ass over to my house. Just gonna be sitting there watching TV, like fuck this, fuck everything. No, you're, I'm gonna put you're gonna put the microphone That's on fine. my chest and sit next to me and. <laughs> Hey, another sponge bath, Luke. That's and then a happy struggle. ending. Uh, I'm not very good at those. Yes, you are. I'm not even good with myself. What are you yeah, you are. Big mess everywhere. Allison told me she caught you doing the Heisman in the shower. Did she? No. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty plausible thing. I, <laughs> Maybe. I can see her going, Nikki. No, that's just washing my... Scrubbing my scrubbing, penis. Scrubbing. It was really dirty. That's why it took it takes you 35 four minutes. minutes to scrub your penis. 35 minutes. You sure pat yourself on the back hard. No, I just, you know, couldn't get it up. (laughs) (laughs) Foreplay. So, um, you know, we were talking about incognito last week. Yeah. And um, there was a a follow-up to the story, I guess, uh, yesterday. And I don't know if you saw a couple guys from the Dolphins. Got fired. Got fired. Yeah. And so I I was reading into it. Now that it's sparked my interest. Mm. And... um, it turns out like it was those other guys knew about it or something along the line. Yeah. So the domino effect happened. They cultivated the environment. Yeah. So all right. it can't just be one dick. They got to point to everybody. You, you saw it happen and didn't help. The one thing that I took away from the article was, um, and I think I'm saying this right. So I mean, I can't really get a call in to correct me, but uh, they said it was against more than one player. They, they were badgering a few people. Well, they said and so. That to me, that changes the whole context of the story, because it wasn't a focused. Maybe it was more focused on the one guy, mm-hmm. but or he was just the big pussy that took it. You took it. The took wrong, it. Took it to heart. To me, now it sounds more like hazing. Not condoning it, but I'm saying it was. It wasn't. Um, to me, it, it wasn't bullying. It was more hazing. Yeah, I think it was more of like let's fuck with the young guys on the team as much as we well, possibly can. So there was there was if that's the case. a rumor that the offensive line coach gave blow up dolls to each of the linemen and gave a male blow up doll to one guy who was suspected of being gay. <sighs> now I read the article about it and they talked about how offensive it was and all this and that's so offensive. And I said, how is it offensive? I mean, wouldn't it be offensive if he thought he was gay and gave him a female blow-up doll? That would be more offensive. Right? Yeah. I mean, he gave him what he thought what he would want to use or was anatomically correct. So, I'm one of those guys that would have picked up the blow-up doll and like, no, no, no. What are you? Stop looking at me. Yeah. Because you got to – I just – you know, you find the humor in what people do. Like the uh, – you, you, you were talking about the morals in football and, you know – the uh, there's the uh, the gay football player that just came out and Michael Sam yeah. Michael Sam I see I don't know anybody's names and I'm I'm actually really glad that we live in a society that it wasn't I mean it was blown up it was a news story mm-hmm. but it kind of faded away really mm, quickly but it's coming back you think so he'll get drafted it'll be a story it'll be a story he'll report to camp it'll be a story it's a one minute story and it shouldn't be and I don't mind somebody. Uh, coming out because obviously you know somebody's going to find out and they don't want to hide themselves but i'm glad that it just was like hey i'm gay and it it blew over really quickly no pun intended but it's like like, people just kind of backed off of it right except for like a few pundits that were like it's not good for the locker room and then i just immediately thought of your Michael Vick and your um, right Ray Lewis, and I'm like, how is that not good for the locker room? You got a fucking dog killer. Well, <laughs> you know, it's it's an odd you got it's an odd statement. But yeah. here's what I don't like: I welcome that them saying that because they have a right to think that way. They're not yeah. saying he should be an outcast. They're not belittling him. They're just giving an opinion, and it's not the popular opinion now. Damn, do they get beat down and called names oh, and yeah. intolerant and hateful. And it's like, dude. Well, do you think it really matters in the locker room? Fuck do I care? Yeah, nobody gives a shit. I don't care. There was a... I, I told you I would bet Hitler third on my team if he could hit. You think I care if, if it was gay Hitler? <laughs> no. If the dude can play ball, no pun intended. He would look fabulous. I don't care. That's what I want. I want. I want my teams to win the championship. I do not care who is playing for them. Well, I, there was. I can't remember. I think it was a rapper who was a, basically had a a little anecdote about the anecdote. 
he had a little little message about the the gay football player, and he said to the other guys on the team, like, "What are you, you worried about? This guy wanting to fuck you? There's no women that want to fuck you half the time." And I just got a chuckle out of that because it's true. Guys have that tremendous ego. Like every gay dude wants to bang him or something like that, which is not accurate. I, I you know, I, you know. I kind of, you know, if someone thinks I'm hot, I take it. As I think it's awesome, no matter who they are. I've told you my bar story many times. I was hit on while I was bartending yeah. by a, a, a dude, gay, very out of the closet. He was super friendly. Yeah. Gave me a hug goodbye and everything. I didn't know how to take the hug. I'm like, hey, thanks, man. He's like, wow, it's a shame you're married and all this other stuff. And I, you know, it was kind of weird. But at the same time, I've never really been hit on by women, let alone men at the same time. So I came home. And I was like, Allison, you better look out for me at that bar because even the dudes want to fuck me. Mm-hmm. And she said, just shut up, go to sleep. So, yeah. And I tried to get some and it didn't work out. <laughs> because you were so turned on. I was so turned on. Like, yeah. Hey, guy, come on. But if so. I can prove my prowess, you know. All the people of the world want to sleep with me. Yeah. Hey, hey like I said, I, I you know, whoever. Doesn't yeah. matter. It's a, it's an ego stroke. <laughs> well, well, that was that was my follow up to Incognito. And uh there was there was one story uh that kind of stood out which I think kind of goes to the whole um behind the scenes uh, racism and all that other shit. Okay. All right. Um, I, I don't know if you saw the story. I wanted your interpretation of it. I'll give you the story as best as I can uh, contextually. All right? Uh, so Scott Walker is the governor of Wisconsin. Okay. And one of his aides, I believe it was, uh, back in 2010. Okay. This was just released today. Mm-hmm. Like, there's like 25,000 pages of information that got released, <laughs> emails and all this other stuff because of uh, – they're doing a money probe, basically. They were trying to see if somebody was using funds illegally. Okay. That's the, that's the gist of it. In the probe, they found an email that mm-hmm. came from basically his right-hand person or something like that. Okay. The email – they did not say who the email went out to in the article. They said it went to out to a designated few. So take that however you want. He forwarded something, right? He forwarded something. Okay. The email contains a joke. Okay. Uh, the joke is called The Nightmare. You can look it up on the internet, but I'll give you the brass tacks of what the joke says. Okay. A guy wakes up, and he's in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And he wakes up, and he says, oh, my God, I'm black. Okay. And the joke just keeps going, oh, my God, I'm gay. Oh, my God, my boyfriend's Mexican. Oh, my God, I have HIV. Oh, my – and it just keeps doing all this other stuff. Okay. Oh, my God, I'm Jewish. Oh, my God, and, you know, it – oh, my God, I – nobody will listen to me. I'm a big crybaby and I have no money and all this other shit. Okay. And it basically ends with all these things and he says, oh, my God, I'm a Democrat. Okay. The joke is super racially charged, I think. In my opinion, it is. But that's beside the point. This joke went out to other people Mm -hmm. on the government email system. Okay. All right. So in your eyes, is this just a case of really fucking poor judgment by the guy that sent the email, considering his position? So uh, is it poor judgment or do or I is think it, – it just flat out like racism? Do I think that he hates Jews, Mexicans, gays, HIV, blacks? Yeah. I think it's probably poor judgment. Really poor judgment. You know why I know that? Mm. Because I have forwarded. told racial jokes. Yeah. I have forwarded emails that were offensive to someone. Okay, but here's my question to you based on that because it was probably my follow-up. Was like, have you ever sent anything like that? Sure. Did you censor who you send it to? And I think therein lies the problem. If you again, it's like if you have to look both ways before you tell a joke, it's probably racist. If you can tell a joke, let's well, take guys like Chris Rock and and Tosh Pointo or uh, with Daniel Tosh. If I they say racially charged shit all the time, but they say it in front of a mixed audience. They say it, they're getting paid like ten million dollars. They'll say anything say for ten million dollars, and they'll say it, but. They never will turn both ways before they say a joke. And some guys are naturally funny, and then you got guys like Michael Richards who go on stage and really fuck shit up. You know? Well, it's like, you know, here's my thing: jokes are ba- jokes, and like stereotypes are based in truth. Yeah, jokes are funny because they're partially kind of true in a sense. Okay, so you know, if you tell a joke, I mean, you watch Family Guy. Yeah. They make Mort 
uh, greedy and thrifty, right? Yes, the Jewish they, guy, okay? They make him overly... Because it's a Jewish stereotype. Yeah. It's funny. It, again, I'm not saying that's not my humor okay. or anything like that. Uh, South Park, when Token, they said, Token, you're, you're going to be the bass player. That was... Okay, and he's like, I don't know how to play bass. He goes, Token, you're black. Of course you know how to play bass. <laughs> Go in your basement and get the bass. There's no bass down in my... Ba- okay, so there was a bass in the basement, and he knew how to play it somehow because he's black. That is funny. Yes. Okay. But the, the, the delivery system for those jokes, again... Sure. Did he, buy, he shouldn't have done it on a government email. He's a moron. Yeah. Okay. What do you think his repercussion should be? I mean, obviously, it's four <sighs> years ago. It's four years ago. And uh, nobody would know about it unless those emails were released. See, the, the things like this that... You what, know, what are his... You know, do they have to... I they, think he's not even working for him anymore. Then I don't give yeah, a fuck. But you don't give a fuck, but... If, you if he's known, working for yeah, the like, guy, the guy should probably go, dude, you got to step down. Okay? Yeah. And then you move to another state. No one's going to remember you. Which is very true. Um, if he, you know, But if he's not working for the guy, it's not illegal to tell a racist joke. No, it's not illegal to tell a racist it's joke. It's not illegal to send a personal email on the government thing. I mean, if you, if you send an email to his wife saying, I'll be home at 9, it's a personal email, right? So, I mean, basically what it comes down to in my brain is if <laughs> if the governor received the joke, which, again, they don't state that he did. He's still the governor of Wisconsin. Okay. Is he somewhat at fault, too? Depends on what, well, no, it depends on what steps he took. He might have on the side said, hey, okay, I'll tell you a story. I mean, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not – I'm being devil's advocate to a certain point. No, no, and yeah. I get it. I'm going to tell you a, a similar story. All right. Okay. I was working for Universal Studios, and we had the Spider-Man Rock show, which is horrible in itself because instead of just having Spider-Man, they had to <laughs> have people see it. there too, or was that the, that's the stage show? It was fucking show. horrible. Um, but Turn off the night. I got sent to me a really goofy thing uh, of Spider-Man dancing around, like sort of a cartoon. Like a little gif or gif or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've, okay. I've seen that one, yeah. And the volume on it, if you turn up the volume, you hear the song saying, I'm not gay, I'm not gay, uh, but I dance around in a gay, gay way. And it just kept repeating it. Well, no, the song itself like a is. Hit song, to be honest with you. you the probably... song itself was stupid, but with the dance, it was fucking funny because the Spider Man was doing this ridiculous dance. Well, I, like a moron, I forwarded it to my boss because I had a good relationship with him. Mm. And he called me up and said, you need to delete that email. You should not have something like that on the work work computer. You need to use your head. And I felt like an asshole because I went, fuck, of course I shouldn't. You know, how stupid of me. That moment where I go, oh, okay. Okay. Um, and it was taken care of. So far, it sounds like every step that should have been taken in a, in a work environment was probably taken right. the right way. So if the governor went to him and said, hey, dude. You know, you need to apologize to the people you sent that email to, and I'm uh, suspending you for a day, or I'm relieving you of a duty, or I'm putting you on probation, or whatever. And the governor knows him and knows he's not a racist guy and probably just used poor judgment. Then it's taken care of. It's not society's job to police everybody. It's not. But at the same time, I think the the worst thing that could have been done is to to do the small reprimand in that kind of scenario. And the reason is... Scott Walker, governor of Wisconsin, you know he wants to be president one day. Didn't he die in like a car crash and get burned to death? Uh, that was uh, Paul Walker. All right. <laughs> Brendan again. Fuck you guys. Stop making fun of Paul Walker. Oh, does Brendan like Paul Walker? Dude, he's the Fast and Furious guy, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, Brendan's Fast and Furious. He loves those movies. Oh, does he? Oh, fuck yeah. Does he know that I was in charge of the Fast and Furious stunt cars no at Universal clue. and I've driven all of them? There's another fuck you coming from hey, the buddy. So no, I'm just saying like he's gonna he is a guy you know it's just like Chris Christie they want to be president one day these they got, they got bigger aspirations you know they do like they want to be the guy okay to, to put yourself in any kind of political minefield and you know how sensitive the racial issue is especially when it comes to the Republican side of things okay because stereotypes are based in fact you said that just a sure. few times all right. The stereotype on Republicans is that some Republicans are bigots. Sure. You're not diminishing that stereotype by making this not public. And you'd be like, hey, man, you're gone. I'm not saying the guy's got to be a party leader. Yeah. I'm just – I mean, look. You know what I'm saying? Chris Christie, 
may or may not have knowledge of a bridge closing illegally to punish somebody. Uh, that sounds like a fucking Sopranos episode to me. Doesn't uh, it? You know, Doesn't oh, it sound like an awesome sure. Sopranos episode? Uh, Obama was friends with a Muslim socialist anti-American guy. Which guy? I forget the guy's name, but he was one of his mentors, okay, when he wait, was, like, wait, in his early wait 20s. A second. It's I, proven that he knew the guy and had ooh, a close relationship. Have, I can't remember the name. I saw it on well, a doesn't help. Uh, documentary on Netflix. So I just have to take your nerve. A documentary on Netflix? It was one of those It was one of those documentaries. But anyway, the point is, uh, you know, Bush uh, got a DUI that his dad got him out of. Uh, uh, you can go actually, on and on a and on. Bit more Clinton got a fucking Hummer in the, in the White House. And I got to be, like... Uh, Clinton was Clinton was laughing at a guy's funeral and got caught on camera and then switched to a fake cry. You can look it up on the internet. You can see him do it. Well, okay. Well, my point here's my point. I don't know the context of any of. Here's my point. Every fucking guy Hmm. that gets elected is going to have something in their past. Okay. Oh, now, shit. okay. I would you, never run for office. You think I'm an intelligent guy, right? I actually think you're you're very intelligent. I think you make uh, I'm honest good decisions most of the time. Do you I think mean, I'm honest? Yes, I do think you're honest. Okay. Do you think that if I was in a public office, I would do the best of my ability to help people? Uh, yes, I do. And I also think if you were put in the scenario where you knew about a said letter such mm-hmm. as that, which is you know, to me, you know, like, dude, you're hitting every everybody but white people in your letter. Like, you, you're not. You went for the fucking. Grand uh, yeah, I, think, I would probably I take think, care of it. But I think you would have taken. I think you would have fired him if you well, were put in that. But position. here's my point. I probably wouldn't get that far because they would dig into my fucking past and some of my emails and some of the jokes I've told, <laughs> and I would get freaking lambasted because. I think shit's funny, and I like to talk. I like to tell jokes. I like to hear jokes. I mean, no. All right, I, listen. We were just watching Mr. Wong today. Okay, you, know you know what that is? That's know, the racial stereotype cartoon about an old eighty-five-year-old Asian butler. And I was laughing my ass that's off true. today. <laughs> okay. All right. Here, it's, I, it's a terrible thing. I heard someone tell me to describe a gay guy as a bone smuggler. That's pretty funny. Okay. <laughs> you know who used that saying? Who? A gay guy. Well, he said, "I." He goes, "He goes, ah." Well, it was actually describing somebody who he thought was a bottom, and he went, "Yeah, I bet he's a bone smuggler." And I laughed my ass off. That's just a great new term that I didn't know. It's so great. I have to use it. Ken, thank you very much. I've always enjoyed bone smuggler, <laughs> and I still use it today. Is that strawberry jazz hands? That is strawberry uh, jazz hands, Ken. Ken, good, good job, man. That's all I can. Say. Ken's freaking hilarious. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean the the whole thing, and, and are people being too sensitive in that respect? And I don't think they are. I, I got to be honest with you. Look, I mean, you know, when you get into the mm. the 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 vision of power, like let, let's, let's let's take government officials out of it. Let's take people that you know you might have a little bit more respect for, like people of the cloth or something like that. If a priest was forwarding racially sensitive humor. To another clergyman, I mean, wouldn't that be super fucked up? I don't know, man. I mean, these are people that supposed I'm to be like... I'm a forgiving guy, you know. If the guy's not a dick any other time, and he said, you know what, I thought the joke was funny, obviously it was a, mis- I, yeah. a, a lapse in judgment. I go, all right. Because, I mean, what the... F- We're so fucking judgmental about other people, and we always try to fucking force our goddamn... Like, the society has decided what is acceptable. And then yeah. they force. Well, then they change it. And then they want to force the views on that on people. But what kills me is they're forcing their views and mocking the past society who was forcing their views. You know what I mean? Like they're my, they they mock each other. They oh your views are so skewed. Welcome to the twenty first century. Well, in a hundred years they're going to be like look at those idiots in two thousand fourteen thought this. I, you know I will agree with the uh, the future outlook on our society is going to be like. Holy shit! We're, we, there's yeah. there's so many assholes in society, yeah. and there's so many stupid people that think they're smart. So that's a, that's a that's something you brought up to me today. So you you uh, you texted me uh, earlier today, uh, yeah. And I could I actually you know what you know what you can just feel like an anger through a text. There's texts don't have emotion just by the nature of a text. Like a text can have an exclamation point. It's just words, but when a text is sent to you. 
sometimes you just get this this ESP that something's <laughs> fucking awful. You know? No, I'm not and that's angry what I anymore. You, you texted me today, and you're like, let's talk about what, what. What you said, Lloyd. What do you think we should talk about? And I, I thought about it, and I said, you know what? Because I fired a guy this week. Okay. This is a great. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll, give, I'll give you the Bear backstory. your soul, my friend. All right. Bring it this out, This guy man. walks into my restaurant, and we're hiring a delivery driver three days a week. He's got a college degree. Mm-hmm. I talk to him for, you know, two minutes. How long do I get to interview a driver? Do you have insurance? Talk to yeah. him, see if he's in any. Any DUIs or what? Yeah. He knows one of my cooks. I said, oh, okay. And one of my one of my best employees, this guy. Uh, he's like, oh, yeah, I know Wes. I said, all right, cool. All right, you can start. You're delivering three days a week. It ain't tough. No. Okay. Well, it would be tough for me. but <laughs> Let me start with this guy. This guy is a mouth breather. What is a mouth breather? Well, a mouth breather is someone who breathes through them. They just constantly have their mouth hanging open, the Darth and they're Vader breathing. Shit. <sighs> oh, it just, but yeah. they stand there with their mouth open. But no, it also is a it is that a term a for a stupid person because you know they're sort of like the uh, uh, Neanderthal, a Cro-Magnon man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I am not shitting you when I say. He may have been the dumbest person I've ever met. <laughs> Dude, you're, uh, again, how old? I'm 41. 41. So you have a whole back catalog of people. He, this, this, he's in your top five. Top five <laughs> he's, easy. He's a starter. You know, we may have to go back through, like, people and go, oh, fuck, I forgot about that guy. Yeah, he was an idiot. But <laughs> this guy, dumbish, couldn't deliver, kept making mistakes, um... The one day, it started to snow, mm. and he stands there, and he talks, and he talks, and he talks, and he talks, and he thinks he's brilliant, and he talks, and he talks, and the cooks were like, dude, he's driving me crazy, and I kept telling him, stop bothering the cooks. So one day, I, he, well, he didn't have any deliveries. I go, here, grab the snow shovel, clear a walk for people. So it had started to snow. I said, just shovel a walk okay. from the door to the, to the parking lot, literally like 15 feet, okay? And he goes, do I get a raise? I go, do you get a raise for what? And he goes, for doing this, I go, your, your, your shovel, it's going to take you nine seconds. I go, this is making up for the last four hours when you stood there and talked to Wes. <laughs> so he walks outside, and I'm watching him through the window. He walks outside, stares at the snow for about ten seconds, looks at the shovel, and then turns around and comes back in and goes, wait, what do you want me to do? And I, I grab the shovel out of his hand. I go, give me that goddamn thing. And I go, how the fuck did you graduate college? And he goes, because I'm fucking smart. And I go, really? Like that. <laughs> and he goes, well, I could do it. And I go, he goes, I just didn't take a class on shoveling. I go, it's common sense, dude. Shovel. Put the shovel on the In ground the and push the snow. A repeat. He had to make two, two, two like little like marks. Just <laughs> That's all I asked him to do. This past week, a pickup got changed to, or a delivery got changed to a pickup. Okay. Okay. So he had his next delivery had to be there at one o'clock. It was a small pizza. They time it for their lunch. People do that. It was like noon. And I go, hey, your delivery's ready. Well, there's this extra large pizza up there. The phone girl had not told me or him that it was a pickup now. Okay. So he just goes, takes it. So, so far, it seems like that's an innocent mistake. Innocent mistake. Yeah. Okay. I turn to the phone girl, and the, and the lady comes in to pick up the pizza. She's like, where are the pizza? I go, you you have to tell me when the it's switched. Yeah. Okay. So okay. the phone girl's like, ah, shit. I yeah. So I say, I'm like, come on. Use your head. You're smarter than that. Whatever. So the dude comes back, and I go, where'd you deliver that pizza? And he goes, to the address. And I go, and they paid for it? And he's like, yeah. And I go. I'm like, well, I don't know who paid for it because the lady just came in to pick it up. And then I'm standing there, and he starts. And then he starts arguing with me. And I said, and I said, I tell him what happened. And he keeps arguing. I go, dude, stop arguing. I'm trying to tell you what happened. It's not your fault. And he goes, and he keeps arguing. I go, why are you defending yourself? And he goes, I gotta defend myself. And I go, or you, could, I go, or you could stand there and shut up because I'm your boss and I'm telling you something. Just listen. So you were actually helping him out. Well. Well, to a and degree, then I, yeah. I pause and I go, what address did you deliver that pizza to? 
He goes to, and he tells me the address, and it was to the timed order that's got to be there at noon that just came out of the oven, or it could be there at one, just came out of the oven. So he delivered a extra large pizza, took the money for a small pizza, and walked away. And I go, why Why did you take that delivery to that address? He goes, you told me my delivery was up. I go, did you look at your ticket? And he goes, yeah. I go, so you looked at the <laughs> ticket and saw a small pizza, yet you grabbed the extra large one. I go, did it not occur to you when they handed you like $12? Oh, small pizza is enormous. When they handed this you $12 so and you handed them an extra large, did it not occur to you that there was something wrong? No. He's the smartest uh, guy in the class, man. He gets a Now, this was built like he was late Saturday. He's like... like so mistake after mistake. It was it's like, no, no. But yeah. these are incidents of him being stupid. All right. So I had had it, and I had to go to the doctor. And I went. I left, and I called the manager back. That was on, and I said, "Let him go." I said, "I'm done with him. I can't spend another day with this dude," because he thought he was the smartest person on the planet. Literally, this dude thought he was a genius. <sighs> it's kind of depressing when. Well, what's more depressing is I guess he used to be smart and he fried his brain on drugs. Ooh, any good ones? I don't. I'm sure. I mean, you got to meet the dude. Well, um, you know, talking about drugs, and you know, I was thinking that you and me need to start another business, and I've been telling everyone I know that'd be willing to listen. Like, uh, marijuana is going to become illegal in in Illinois sooner or later. Okay. So uh, we have to pull together. I think everyone we know that has any kind of, you know, extra income and get a license right away because the Colorado shit is going this insane. I think that would be cool. I um, I don't smoke it. I don't I don't, I don't smoke it either. It. I'm allergic it, to it. But I like money and I'm not against money. All right. Well, judging by how bad like Jonah is at like cleaning up after himself, and he hasn't smoked pot in probably a decade. We still probably could like scrape the bottom of like a shoebox at his house and find dope and just sell it. We could do that. <laughs> All right, that's a, my, my my whole plan is thrown off now. Thanks a lot. My goal is to mention Jonah in every podcast. Just we already mentioned yeah, him. I know his fucking Saint Baldrick's thing. You remember when I punched him in the leg when he had a boil? Oh yeah, that's because he didn't he sleep in his bed and play like uh, like Warcraft for like three no no, days no. this was pre this was when he lived with you he did that oh yeah he was living in the dorm at Lewis and I went over there and he's like oh I got this thing on my leg and it was hurts and and I go I go oh, dude that's a boil and he's like well how do I get it I go it's like a you know dirty pores and I get infected <laughs> and I go when's the last time you changed your sheets and he's like never. And I go, dude, I said, you've been in school like three months. Change your goddamn sheets. Uh, Jonah's saying, fuck you. So I came back like a week later. And he's, he's like, oh, man, it still hurts and this and this. And it's all pussy and shitty. And I go, I go, well, I go, did you change your sheets yet? And he goes, no. And I fucking punched him in the boil. And it fucking like popped on his leg. And he goes, oh, and he goes down. I'm like, change your goddamn sheets, dude. <laughs> See, see, they just that segues right when when uh, when he was living here. I think the best thing I ever seen him do is our worst. I don't know. Depends on how you define it. I walked into uh, his room. It was like noon. Yeah. Just to see if he wanted to get some lunch. Yeah. And he was still asleep. And he, he's laying on his stomach. All right, head on a pillow. Just oh, that's a Jonah sleep. That's out, a Jonah sleep. Stretched out. But his right hand has a keyboard in it. <laughs> Okay, he had a wireless keyboard and mouse set up, and his monitor was like at the foot of his bed by his pillow, and I'm like moving my hands around like people are looking at me, and he like I'm like dude wake up, and he's like hey man what's going on what's going on man, uh, and he grabs the keyboard and hits like enter, and the screen comes on and he just keeps playing his game. <laughs> He fell asleep to it, and he wakes up. <laughs> and the keyboard was like the comforting, uh, you know, like a snuggle buddy. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Aaron. <laughs> ah, shit. Man, that was great. Oh, there's some good Jonah stories. Oh, we're going to get him on the air. We'll get all you fuckers on the air sooner or later. But I like this uh, this podcast. But we have I, to be able to cut Jonah's mic when we need to. Yeah, just turn it off. So that switch. I can accuse him of something and then turn it off and then take his silence as confirmation. Jonah, don't say anything if you masturbate to uh, Justin Bieber. Yeah. And there's a silence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, uh, we were talking last episode, like a topic that I wanted to bring up, and it was uh, Justin Bieber. Oh, the God. reason I want to bring up Justin Bieber is like, did we create 
that fucker, or was he like born like that? Because the narcissism is so intense that it's wow. just—it's like a black hole. It's like absolutely amazing that it almost seems fake. It almost seems like a movie. It, I I don't follow the guy's uh, uh, music. I don't have any opinion on it. I couldn't tell you one song he sings. Uh, uh, the baby, baby song. I know. I could not what tell you me? one song you he sings. And you have a, no, I have not. Yeah. You have a child. It's understood. She probably yeah. there's probably. Pops no, I'm up sure it something. was me, and I probably caught it. I was catchy tune, and I was singing along. I listen. To it. I listen I, to sports talk radio. But I mean, like, okay, so like this guy, and I love uh, tabloid media. I'm a media whore. I actually do watch uh, all the major cable networks. Mm-hmm. Everything: Fox News, MSNBC, CNN. I listen to um, progressive radio. I listen to uh, conservative radio. I okay. I am a radio uh, news junkie. Kind of sore. Uh, no, it's a junkie. I, it, we're, we're to the point where it's like I want to know everything and anything what somebody's saying about something. And okay. I, I, I kind of dig that shit. But like – and that comes in passing, like celebrity news. And I really like celebrity news because, you know, I, maybe I'm a star fucker. I don't know. But like the, the dude – has banged Brazilian hookers. Sure. He's pissed in janitor's buckets on yep. film. Spitting people's faces. Spitting people's faces. Gotten arrested for throwing eggs at somebody. Got arrested for pot. Got, got arrested for uh, drag racing. I, I just, I if, okay, one of those things happen to a normal person like you or me uh-huh. in jail. Sure. I, maybe we get post bail, sure. you know. But you know, yeah. odds are we're we're fucked. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're gonna have to pay for that particular incident for a long time. Yeah. Celebrity like him does have the the money to get out and yeah. keep partying and all that shit between court dates. So obviously, other shit happens to him. But I always kind of wonder what, how do you get to that fucking behavior? Because well, he's... even when I'm a kid and or a teenager, like I like to party and I like to say, "Foo woo!" If you you know, and but, I'm just saying you specifically because you have a different personality. But if you were like, I mean, the dude started when he was like 15, right? Yeah, it was something like that. His mom's gone. He's with a manager. They're telling him he's amazing. Now you say, did we create that? No, you and I did not. No, but I mean, okay. a bunch of little girls did. Was he okay? Was he predisposition predis- to narcissism when he was like eight or ten? No, oh no, that's I, the thing I'm wondering. No, like, I mean, I don't know who how the dude was, but I might. I mean, if. If you were fifteen and I and I handed you unlimited wealth, mm-hmm. I have no doubt unlimited power stupid. in your little circle. Yeah. You could basically say whatever you want, and it's good. You know, okay, good. You know, we'll do that for you. Um, little girls wanted you. Older oh. women wanted you. Don't you think that you'd get a little cocky? I would. I. I have no doubt. I know that. Like. If given that edge, I would be like, we, you know, if there was no circumstances, yeah, of course, I'm going to take I mean, advantage fuck. of the power. But when I, I when I got my first athletic payment check, I was a dickhead for a week. In college, when they out. gave me a check, I went, ah, oh, fuck, I'm fucking king of the dorms. It just totally reminds me, like, um, I got my first job uh, back in 2001, my first well-paying job, like, and uh, Casey Alltop, one of our friends, she's like, oh, I heard you got a job. And I went up to her. I'm like, yep, I'm rich. That's what I said to her. I said that. And I was like, now looking back, I'm like, I wasn't rich at all. But no. I felt so sure. awesome. And like, it's a great feeling. I can buy anything. And then I bought a house. Not smart. Okay. Now, <laughs> and then all your money goes away. All my money Now, let me gone. ask you this. The guy whose face he spit into, I guess his bodyguard then jumped in and Oh yeah, that's, which is hilarious. And the guy was like a grown man because the the bodyguard is literally, I think, like two times the size of Justin Bieber, and yeah. he's holding them back, and it looks like he's holding a small child. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you were the guy who got spit on, I'm thinking payday. That's all I'm thinking. That was my question. Yeah. Are you thinking payday? How are you? I'm going to well, ask you. Me, I'm going to give you a series yeah, I would, of numbers. I wouldn't assume. I I'm going to give you a series yeah. of numbers, and. My see now. My first instinct is I would have grabbed him and kicked the ever living fuck out of him. So I'm going to ask you if your first instinct is to beat the hell out of him. I'm going to throw you a series of numbers. Okay, Wait, that so, you would get for suing him and not beating him up, and I want to see where it would cut off. 
Oh yeah, I have okay. a fucking, I have a price. Five yeah, grand. Yeah. So okay. So Would, if let, I give you five grand and not let me, eat up Justin let me, Bieber, let me just go through the scenario. So I'm I'm walking down the street, motherfucker spits in my face. Justin Bieber, just like out of nowhere, like ah, I'm famous. Bad. And then 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 starts taunting you, acting black, like you're a fucking pussy, motherfucker. Yeah, acting like he's a tough guy. I'm fucking six foot two, but I'm really three feet tall. Yeah. Okay. 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 okay um, five grand to not not beat him up till you're satisfied. And there's no repercussions. You can't. You can't go to jail. I can't go to jail. You can't go to jail. So I. Uh, so the, but you don't get the money. I don't get the money if I get to kick his ass. Yes, five grand. Oh no, not five grand. Ten grand. No. Uh, I would say. I would say twenty grand. Yeah. See, here's the sad part. The second you gave me the scenario, I'm thinking practical. What could I spend? Like, what bills could I pay? Twenty grand. I, it would have to be more along along the lines of like my entire mortgage, like two hundred thousand dollars. So, like a two hundred thousand like dollar yeah, payday, like a payoff. Like, let's let's pay for my house. You fucking, okay? You know, that, that's that's what would go in my brain. I accept that. Yeah. Like like to me. I'm not a very physical fighting kind of guy, but the people that have actually seen me fight, like they go, you turn into another person. Like it's not pleasant, and I, and it, which is kind of funny because I've only been in like three real fights in my life because I'm not a fighter, but at the same time I, you know, you protect your own whenever right. you have to do it. And sure, you got to step in. Sometimes and you get the spicy Italian. Any guy, you, any so. guy that's our age that has never been in a fight has dicked his friends over. Um, oh, wow. Because See, even if oh, you, you okay. avoid fights, there's going to be a point where one of your friends is in it and you need to get involved. I, can you get – bear me some time. I got a segue on that one. All, All right. right. Uh, first week of college. It was like first or second week. My first like time being around away from home and I have friends and I got a dorm room and this is fucking weird. I get my first roommate, Ray Wozlewski. <laughs> fucking amazing human being. I love Ray. I like Ray, too. I like picking on him. Um, he's, he's a great guy. And uh, this is one of those things that I will always regret in life. Mm-hmm. But I think I have a legitimate reason why I didn't do anything. Okay. Okay. So it's just feeling each other out, getting to know each other. We have a good relationship to start off with. We're, you know, chumming about. It's like uh, probably the second week we were at Lewis. We were all sitting around in uh, in the dorm uh there's like um, a little pavilion area in Fitzpatrick okay. Hall. Okay. All right. And so if anybody can try to visualize what I mean, Fitzpatrick Hall looks like a Motel 6 with three stories and there's balconies on every story that you can walk all the way around to every single dorm. And um, I was sitting in the pavilion area and Ray was up on the second balcony. Mm-hmm. playing football with one of our buddies. Okay. They're tossing the ball back and forth. And so Ray is tossing toward the pavilion, like, and the guy misses the football. Goes off the second-story balcony and nails this dude right in the face that's okay. walking by. It's a big dude. He's got two dudes with him. Okay. Nails him right in the face, and, like, it looked like it hurt really bad. Uh-huh. The guy fucking grabs his face. He's like, what the fuck? was that and he gets up and ray is by the second story and he's like you know trying to play like he didn't throw the football and the dude like sees him like he knows where the ball came from yeah he's already mentally zoned in on him like that's the motherfucker that threw the football Uh and he walks up the the stairs on the outside and ray ray's kind of a tough guy i don't know like he he does not want to back away from a fight okay he's a you know He's been that angry guy at the bar. Okay. What's he fucking staring at? I'll fuck him up. But, you know, like, he'll walk up the stairs. Uh, the guy walks up the stairs, and he looks at Ray without skipping a beat. He punches him right in the fucking face. Okay. Just black eye. Okay. Like, boom. And then he starts fucking taunting him, and he's standing over him. And my first instinct was to help. Okay. And I didn't do anything. By the time I would have, like, already seen what had happened... I was still sitting there on the pavilion, like, mm. holy shit, Ray just got beat up. One punch? Well, it was one punch and then a push, and then, like, there was three dudes. So, like, the other dudes were kind of crowding him while the other guy just wailed on him. Okay. Ray was kind of defending himself because three on one, kind of balcony. Yeah. And these dudes, I got to right. say, for the sake of argument, these dudes were a lot bigger than Ray. Okay. So. There was not much of an opportunity for him to fight back. And it happened fast. It happened really fast. Because okay. I don't think Ray thought 
the swing guy's gonna was going to even happen. Like, yeah. he'd be like, hey, man, you know, I'm sorry. Fucking fuck. Yeah. So he gets wailed in the face. The guy's calling him names, standing over him. Okay. And then they fucking leave. Okay. And I didn't help. And I always will feel bad about that. Like, and I know he, at the, at the time, at the time, like, we have a great relationship now, but at the time, he was upset. Sure. And he even said, like, hey, man, why don't you guys get my back? And I was like, I, dude, I. All right. Yeah. And we got to break it down. Yeah. <laughs> it's because a, it's a tough scenario, you, well, right? Okay. Because he's obviously my friend. I don't know him that long, but still, at the same time, good guy. I, here's I already a series know of questions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ray was responsible. Responsible, but accident. Okay, not a but, serious thing. So yeah, wasn't like he was. Did Ray like make an effort to apologize right away, or did he play? He Ray, did, the, Ray, did he play the pretend? It wasn't well, me. When he when he when he was playing the pretend guy, the guy wasn't even on the balcony yet. He was kind of like looking back okay. and forth. Like so, uh, he immediately tried to yeah, he deny. Like, oh, shit, it wasn't me. But when okay. the guy got up on the stair, I do remember Ray going like, "Hey, man, you know, he was pulling, hold up his hands, like, okay. you know, hey, you know, shit." Well, happens. when the guy's in, okay, yeah. was the guy facing him when he hit him? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So Ray had ample opportunity to not get hit. Uh, well, from, from my memory, I don't remember him not he having a get, chance. He didn't get cold cocked is my point. It, it To me, it was a sucker punch. But, I mean. Uh, you know, sucker it, punch is really, when you're not looking. Yeah, he, he was looking at Okay. Him. He was looking at Did him. the friends take a swing? Or no. Or push him? But they did push him. They did push him. They kept, like. Holding him back, so because like as he got he got right. he got punched, he fell. There is he fell in like you know the the balcony like that mm. uh, that little uh, fence that keeps people from falling off a railing. Yeah, the railing. Uh, I can't even think of it. Yeah, he got punched and he like slid back into the railing. So I'm kind of happy he didn't fucking fall over the railing. Yeah, kind of. Because yeah, but he like <laughs> he got pushed against the railing and then he kind of cowered down. Sure. And, like the the two guys were like surrounding him. That's what I remember. Okay. So if the other dudes were like hurting him. Yeah, and they're hurting and taunting. I mean, like you Ray fucking probably, pussy, you Ray, fucking pussy, that shit. I don't. Not to say he deserved to be hit. No, no, absolutely not. I the don't dude faced so. him. The dude hit him one on one. Yeah, I mean, if the, the other the guys get involved, you jump in. The taunting, eh? You know, no. you got to taunt the guy you just hit. You know, maybe that's the point where you kind of step in and go, "Hey, all right, that's enough." He took you. You hit him. Congratulations. I don't think. You know? Yeah, I, from my memory, there was no subsequent punch or anything like that, but. At the same time, I, it'll always make me feel rotten. That I would- your job, your job is to make sure it's a fair fight. <laughs> I'm telling you, the friend's job. This is, goes out to everybody out there. Here's your job as friend: make sure it's a fair fight. Make sure your buddy well, don't wasn't get a hurt. Fair fight. There's three on one. Were the other two fighting? Well, okay. If Ray would have swung back, I have no doubt in my mind that those guys would have thrown punches. Then you get in there. Okay. Um, he he. I think you he make did sure, the appropriate thing. Like fuck this. I'm you no, make sure yeah. it's a fair fight. You make sure your buddy don't get hurt seriously. That's your job. If your buddy's being a dick and he gets smacked, your buddy was being a dick. That's a I got a I got a friend who at one point was all fucked up one night mm-hmm. and was probably instigating the the entire confrontation, yeah. okay? But while he was talking to one guy, the guy's buddy came out of nowhere. Cold cocked him in the nose and broke his nose. Oh, my God. Okay. So we kicked the shit out of these guys. So you guys just all just bum-rushed him. We took... I grabbed the dude that hit him. Another guy grabbed the other guy, and we fucking wailed on these guys. Mm-hmm. Okay? Not to say my buddy didn't start the issue, but if the dude facing him and took a swing at him, that would have been a fair fight. But the dude's buddy came running from the crowd and hit him. On the side of the like, on the side of the nose, and broke I his nose. I didn't realize there was fight etiquette. I know, yeah, well, I, a certain code degree. I live yeah. by. Yeah. You know, I don't want to get into a fight. I will defend a friend. Well, I uh, to to not get into a whole another story, but I did make it up to Ray uh, a couple of years later when we got into another fight together. Yeah, and this time I made it up to. <laughs> I was there for. I helped somebody out, so that was good. Well, so, that's good. I I yeah. don't think you know, and it probably happened very fast. Where you're like, oh fuck. In well, first of all, I'm blind, so this is happening on a second story. <laughs> I'm like, what just happened? You know, I had to like kind of figure out what was going on, but you know, it was one of those things. You feel like a dick. I don't even know why we got on this conversation. I really don't. I don't. I think it's a good place to end. Yeah, oh, shit, dude. Well, I uh, I appreciate you coming out here and your sore backness. I enjoy it. You know, this is a nice break in the day, and it gives me a reason to to tell my story about my 
stupid, oh, we were talking stupid about ex ex employee that thinks he's brilliant. <laughs> we're talking. You're, he's he seems like a wonderful individual, and I'm sure he's gonna get another job. Somewhere. I worry, honest to God, that this dude. I don't know how he manages to stay alive. <laughs> you think I'm you're kidding? lucky that breathing that is involuntary? Seems funny. Well, that's what I mean. He would. This is someone who would forget to breathe if he had to. Like if he had to remember, there, there are certain. It's like it's like Mr. Magoo where he's walking on the on the construction site and he steps out off the edge and then the the I beam comes swinging by and he steps on it. That's how this moron is moving through life. Well, sounds like you need a new driver. So anybody looking for a job, please. Contact no, we just Luke. hired somebody. I hear he's a nice kid. Never mind. Don't contact Luke at all. If you see him on Facebook, leave him alone. Yes, and especially if you're stupid. Well, uh, again, uh, it's a pleasure having you here, sir. We'll have to continue this conversation later. But uh, until then, for Mr. Luke Pascal, this is Nick Prohl. Go get a disease.